Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is ESPN Radio. In Dallas with incentives, he gets a $2 million signing bonus. Let's bring in Jordan Renat, ESPN NFL Nation Giants reporter. He joins us now to talk about Saquon Barkley. Saquon is so stuck. If he comes out yep. and has a great year, right, exactly. mm-hmm. and does what he did last year, carries the ball 300-plus times, you know, puts up big numbers, his value isn't even going to go up. As a matter of fact, this executive said, it's going to go down because that's another year older. He's 27 with more miles on his body. There really is no win for him now. That's why you got to be an assassin now in this game with negotiations, man. Stuff gets twisted on you very quickly. Especially you have RB as a part of your J-O-B mm-hmm. in the National Football League. He is Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 ESPN, you presented by Progressive Insurance. And we know there's going to be a back and forth. Before we get to that and what an NFL owner had to say, completely dissing one of his players at that position when it comes to playing the running back position. Dr. Eric J. Simeon hit us on Twitter. Mm. We had a conversation about Pat Narduzzi, NIO, the Pittsburgh head football coach, really, really upset that he has to keep re-recruiting players and he doesn't have the resources and assets that other schools in his own conference, they have, they have that more than him. Eric Simeon says, Jay, you know you're right. NIL is going towards unionization mm-hmm. and it wasn't well thought out at all. That's on the NCAA for not being a leader. Coaches are just mad that the players can bail on them for a better deal, which they've done for decades. Ain't no fun when the rabbit has the gun. Coaches leave. Players can leave now. Um, you know, that's the world that we're in. But he, he, like I said, I'm glad that we agree. Um, look, this is going to be tough. But inevitably, these conferences are going to hold so much power. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they wouldn't go out on their own and have their own parameters. It's going to happen in five years. Mark it, my words. Bound Remember, to I said happen. It. Remember I You're said You're going to be it. looking at the NCAA dealing with D2 schools, mm-hmm. like, you know, lower level things of that sort. But the yeah. money, just look, I mean, look at them. I was reading an article in Sportico the other day just about the media rights around the ACC and where they're going, right? And, and we're going to talk about some conference realignment, Colorado obviously going to the Big Ten and things of that sort. Yeah, that's in 10 minutes. Right? And um, it, it's... These conferences are gaining so much traction and they're trying to find ways with meteorite deals that are coming up to increase their revenue that at some point you're going to say, well, I mean, it's already happening in college football, college football playoffs. It's not an NCAA event. You're seeing that more in college basketball because we're still enamored with March Madness. Yeah. But as soon as they figure out how to monetize that the correct way between the leagues... Oh, that'll be something different as well. And you'll still have the same attention, mm-hmm. the same attraction, because the format would be similar. We should have seen this coming the minute that people tried to get past the pandemic and all the money that was lost with people being furloughed at a lot of institutions, Division One, FCS, Division Two, II, Division Three. I said, they're going to find a way to make back that money one way or somehow. How do you do that? You put more of your product, streaming, 
TV, et cetera. And it really became a dog-eat-dog world. And the players are like, look, well, we're not going to be left behind now. If you guys are going to make that kind of money as universities, as presidents, as athletic directors, as head coaches, and now we have a transfer portal NIL in place, what, what did you think was going to happen? That they were just going to sit by and say, sure, continue to make all those billions and billions of dollars. We'll be just fine being on scholarship. Not in the 21st century. More men and women are like, look, if you're going to get a piece of that pie and I can get it, guess what we're going to do? They should have, we should have seen this coming the minute that they lost all that money when the pandemic hit in 2020 and they wanted to make sure that was not going to happen again and they were going to make that money back. So look at the MLS and look at the Apple subscription deal that they did, right, with MLS and how Messi partook in the economics of it. <laughs> yeah. Like it, that's one uh-huh. player, right, who scored two goals in two games that we're talking about the MLS way more. Like, that's a bang for us buck. Now, I'm not going to get into the, the trenches of the deal, but at the same time, as we see live sporting events, if these properties are the sheer property, like one of my friends, Bohan, started a company called Buzzer. I had okay. to shut it down, but it, it was a genius thing. It was. It, it I was remember. you push ads, right? Yep. For when you get to monument, monumental moments in games. And you're sitting there saying, okay, like, I don't really watch TV all the time, but if if there were, the Golden State Warriors were playing in the playoffs – they were playing, you know, the Sacramento Kings, and the game hit the four-minute mark. Like, I would pay ninety-nine cents to watch that live on my phone, right? So, like, they found the loophole. So, it's like, if these sporting events are demanding the dollar increases that are occurring, like, that's what's happening with NCAA. You don't think leagues are going to want to partake in that Absolutely. in a bigger stake, yeah, and, in a bigger way, if and, they could, and eliminate the NCAA? Please, they're going to do that in five years. Yes. Mark my words. There'll be more parameters around that. Along the lines, there should have been parameters regarding NI on transfer portal. They're going to exactly. put more thought into that because it benefits them, them. not the players. That's where that's going to come in. There Keep weighing in on Twitter. Great stuff by our man, Dr. Eric J. Simi. He did that on Twitter at Real J. Williams, Jay's handle, my handle at Coleman ESPN. So that was the great thing that Eric J. Simeon, the doctor, had to say about NI on agreeing with Jay Will. Then you have the opposite of that when it comes to Colts owner Jim Ursay. He put it out on social media that he is not interested and having the NFL rethink their approach to handling running backs amid all the elite running backs, having a Zoom meeting, raising their voices about the lack of pay and the contract negotiations. He said, and I quote, we have negotiated CBA that took years of effort and hard work and compromise and good faith by both sides to say now that a specific player category wants another negotiation after the fact is inappropriate. Some agents are selling bad faith, end quote. I know if I'm Jonathan Taylor and I hear that, I'm thinking, you can't equate my situation, what I've done for your football team, with the kind of yardage that I put together. Even though Jim Irsay is not lying, because this was negotiated with the CBA. But to me, he talks about bad faith that agents are selling. You're selling a bad look and a message to your team saying, we know we don't give a bleep about the running back. I'm just going to put it out there to say, this is what you signed up for. To me, there's a way to say that and do that without putting one of the guys that you need on your football team, putting that position, putting that player, Jonathan Taylor, on blast. Pretty clarify for me. What, what do you think bad faith means? Bad faith means that Jim Mersey, because we talk about this all the time, but especially owners in the National Football League, mm-hmm. the last thing they want is for any player to believe they have any kind of stroke and any kind of power. 
I go back to when the NBA, remember when the NBA had that free agency situation mm-hmm. and guys like Nick Johnson making all that kind of money and they weren't the top flight players, but they were getting contracts like that. And NFL players are like, wait a minute, our sport's a lot harder than theirs. Why are we going through that toil and not getting that? And the owners made sure that was never going to happen. So any kind of information, this is just me, because you asked the question, any kind of get kind of any information to say you are undervalued at your position, you deserve more money, owners do not want to hear that. They will throw it back into players' faces that you're getting bad information. They're negotiating bad faith against us because they still don't want to pay players the way the players believe they should be paid in the National Football League. Can we listen to the sound of Najee Harris? Because I know he spoke about something similar to this. You know, I can speak on my behalf. They ask me alone, you know, the game's going to rely on you. You need to do this for the team. You got to do this right here. Hey, it's time to close out the game. Hey, we need to, to lean on you right now. And it happens a lot of places like Cleveland, you could say Tennessee, even with the Niners. You know, there's numerous teams where this happens at. There's a lot of times where, you know, the running back is, is utilized a lot in the pass protection game, too. You know, that's not a stat that they're going to put. Neither is not a stat that they want to say. Um, if we're not running the ball, we're blocking. If we're not blocking, we're running the route. We're always doing something. Only time when they choose to say that it's devalued is when it's time to pay the running back. So they're really choosing when to say to devalue the position. It's not devalued at all. They just don't want to pay a running back. Yes. They don't want to pay the running back. By the way, welcome to big business. Welcome to big business. And, you know, sometimes I think we need to put it in perspective. It's not like we're talking about pennies and dollars here. We're talking about millions of dollars. And I get respectively uh, what that price gap is between positions that are valued more than a running back position. Um, And I'm always advocating for the player. But like, (laughs) what do you want Jim Ursay to do? Could he not have tweeted? Okay, if that's your argument, I might be with you on that. Like, why? But he's not wrong. He's not wrong about it. Especially and in his even world. if he is, even and I get that Jonathan Taylor is their best offensive weapon. But like, you've been injured, okay? Like you had an incredible season two years ago. I, I understand all that. But this is what the market dictates your value is. Now, a lot of times I feel like as fans, people start making arguments that because I know your value and I like you that I have to overpay for you. But if I'm looking at it economically, why am I going to overpay for something that the rest of the marketplace isn't going to overpay for? Here's what we deem your value to be. Mm-hmm. Here's how the market correlates to that. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. It, it is yeah. what it is until it isn't. Right. Until somebody <laughs> becomes enamored with you, mm-hmm. and if they want to go over their over their threshold for right. you, yep. then that's their prerogative. That's your that's their business. That's not the business I'm running right now. Now that's harsh words, and that may affect you emotionally. But if you're looking at it as it relates to dollars and cents, that's what time it is, Freddie. I've always been a big believer. Believe me, my wife Denise hates when I say this because I firmly believe this: the truth is never terrible. Oh. How you deliver Liberate, the truth agreed. can be a whole different situation. I agree with you on that. Jim Orsay, and I'm, I'm with you, he's not wrong in terms of the business, the business of the National Football League and where they place a value on you, no matter what position that is, no matter what that price tag is. So he's right to say, this is the business that you've chosen as a running back. 
This is the business that your Players Association negotiated that you can't get out of this until 2030. You got to deal with everything that was negotiated in good faith. But you, to me, if you're Jim Irsay, you can't put it out there that agents are giving bad faith to their clients. Agents work for their clients. What are they supposed to do for their clients? Get the best maximum possible I, deal for their clients. So, look, I, Freddie, I've had a chance to be around a lot of owners. I've been around a lot of agents. Yeah, you, I'll Yo, defer to you on uh, this uh, one. Uh, owners have egos, too. <laughs> and Lord knows Jim I mean, come got on. one. I mean, owners have egos, too, and, and, and that's fine. There's a reason why they've achieved a certain level of success where they've been able to put $300, $400 million in escrow for a team. Absolutely. In escrow, it just sits there <laughs> for a team, can't touch it. You know, look at what you don't think Joshua Harris, the new owner of the Commanders, has an ego? You don't think he's going to change a name? You, I guarantee you they won't be called the Commanders anymore. Uh, not after he's going to put season. his yeah. imprint on that. Yeah, not after next so season. You don't think I'm Jerry Jones has an ego? I mean, I, I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I had to deal with Jerry Sy has an ego. I get it. One of the founders of Alibaba. I, and he should. <laughs> he's created something incredible. Right? Like, And these are the relationships. So I hear what players have to say, but the players aren't the only ones with the microphone now. They're not the only ones who have been saying, hey, I have a platform to speak out about how I feel. So it, it gets into that. So now it's about how do you manage on both sides that relationship? How do you find middle ground? I'm not excusing. Mm-hmm. I would have gone about it differently right. than Jim Ersay. Yeah. But I'm not mad at the way Jim Ersay just flexed on this one. Yeah, me neither. Players because, flex yeah. now, too. Yeah, players flex now, too. I just heard Kevin Durant the other day talking about how he smokes marijuana. He came into a meeting with Adam Silver talking about why marijuana needed to be uh, not reprimanded anymore in the NBA. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure Adam smelled it. I'm like, well, that took guts. <laughs> but that, he that, can do that because he's Kevin Durant. Moxie. Yeah. yeah, and Jim Erson can do that because he's damn Jim Erson. And he's part of the biggest mafia unit in the country, that, known that, as the ownership the group world, of the that, NFL. That's the world we live in, Freddie. Yeah, and that's the world that they have to manage. And Jim Erson knows that he can manage that because he's dealing from a, a position of strength. I'm writing the checks. I'm writing the checks. That's a powerful position. Mm-hmm. What was that Chris Rock story where he said, uh, can you imagine if Oprah, if Bill Gates woke up one day with Oprah's money? With Oprah's money. Right, like a difference between being rich and being wealthy. Right. Like there's, there's, a there's a difference, difference. here. Yeah. There's Sha- a difference here. Yeah. Shaq said that when he played. He said, I want to be up there where the owners are. They said, why? He said, I'm rich. They're wealthy. That's where I want to be. Jim Mercedes wealthy. NFL players are rich. Doesn't make everything they do right, but I'm just. Absolutely. It, 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 you know, it's the truth. And to me, the truth is never terrible. Jay Williams, that's him. Freddie Cohen, that's me. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. And speaking of money, 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 Deion Sanders has a five-year contract worth up to $29.5 million to take over Colorado football this season. He's already made more than that for the university. We'll get to that next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Money time. Money time. He's Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. Don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio and ESPNU. This is how much money Deion Sanders, who has not coached an official game, with the Colorado Buffaloes. That won't happen until September, the second weekend of the year when they take on TCU. But he's already made enough money past the $29.5 million for a five-year deal that he signed to lead Jackson State. They're leaving the Pac-12 to return to the Big 12 in 2024. They're going to receive a full Big 12 share of $31.7 million from the ESPN Fox media deal. They left the Big 12 because of stability, left for the Big 12 because of Big 12 stability and the uncertainty with the Pac-12. He's already made more money in a short amount of time for Colorado football, Jay, than the money they're going to pay him over five years hmm. because of the stroke that Mr. Money has when it comes to Deion Sanders. So we'll get into the Pac-12 in a second. But last night, like I said earlier, I was watching the U.S. Women's World Cup and I was watching USA versus the Netherlands. And I was watching on Fox that Fox started promoting September 2nd um, mm-hmm. Colorado versus who was that team? You know, TCU, TCU, yeah, TCU, TCU, yeah. TCU yeah. right on September second. Yep, and it was about a thirty-second ad. Yo, the entire thirty seconds was all about Prime. Mm-hmm. It was Prime wearing a hat, Prime coming off a plane, getting to Colorado, Prime talking to all the kids, Prime next to a buffalo, uh, Prime next to rappers that he brought out there. The whole promotion was all about. Deion Sanders didn't show one clip of football, not one <laughs> clip of football. Right, <laughs> it was all prime, and then it said Colorado with a picture of prime, massive, versus TCU, and TCU was in the smallest font. And I was like, well, damn. And they played in the College World Championship last year. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, That's they, what I'm saying. They got raised by Georgia, but still they were there. That was the promotion. I was like, wow, this is where we're going, and so. Hearing about that the other day, Freddie, to me, I'm like, Pac-12, dead man walking. Dead man walking. Okay, it's like a star on the verge of collapsing. Because if you have Colorado that's leading, leaving to the Big 12, it leaves you, you have UCLA, USC that are leaving for the Big 10 mm-hmm. because the money there is just astronomical, similar to the SEC. And you have the... Big 12 that's competing with the ACC as it relates to relevancy for who's at third conference. Schools like Arizona are be rumored to be leaving too. Like, why aren't you looking at the Big 12? If you're Oregon or Washington, why aren't you looking at the Big 12? If you're seeing that the money could be doubled in value, if these other schools are leaving, why are you staying? Which is a very good question. That's what happens when you wait and don't do something more than ever before. I don't want to wait. 
And, and I, Ka- I need and Cal- to be proactive instead of yeah. reactive here. And that's why USC and UCLA left. And when that happened last year, people said the Pac-12 can survive. I said, Mm-mm. that would be like Ohio State and Michigan leaving to go somewhere else. The Big Ten would cease to survive because you can't tell people Northwest and Purdue are going to carry the water and carry the freight more than Ohio State and Michigan leaving. That's why you had those two frenemies, now known as Oklahoma and Texas, going to the SEC. And you know what the Big 12 did? They didn't wait. They said, you know what? If you two are going to leave, so be it. We can't keep you here. But what did they do? They went out and got a BYU. They went out and got a Houston. They went out and got a Cincinnati. And now they get to Colorado to say, we know we don't have Oklahoma and Texas anymore, but we are not going to sit here and wait for something. We're going to go out and make sure that teams that are poachable we're going to bring them to our conference. The Pac-12 waited, and now where are they? About to be the Pac-12 irrelevant, well, Pac-12 so, non-existent. Fred, I, I, I talked to a therapist, right? I think everybody should do some kind of like mental health thing right here and there. I agree. Right? And uh, we have conversations a lot around, Jay, what do you do to replenish yourself? You give a lot of yourself every day. You talk for hours on TV and on radio. You have all these different points. Mm-hmm. You go and you do these speeches. You're dealing with all these executives and all these owners and players and all this stuff. All the time. What do you do for yourself? How are you replenishing yourself? Right. It's the same question you asked the Pac-12. You keep depleting all your resources. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to replenish? You're not acquiring any new teams. You're dissipating. We're watching you fade away, wither into nothing right in front of our eyes. That's what we're witnessing, Freddie. The continuing that lane that you talked about with your therapist and always making sure you take care of yourself. My dad told me something a long time ago. Never be afraid to teach yourself to teach yourself. Mm. You would think the Pac-12 would have learned that lesson the minute that USC and UCLA walked out that door. Or the, even before that, you got to make sure your conference was going to be so sustainable to not just keep up with the SEC and the Big Ten, but you don't lose teams that looked at that and said, that's more attractive. You would have thought the Pac-12 would have learned that lesson from seeing so many teams shifting landscapes. But they were arrogant to say, hey, people want to play here. They don't want to leave us. And when USC and UCLA looked at them and said, oh, yeah, watch this. Oh, people want to come to us. Instead, they watched that happen, didn't do anything about it. And now what do they do? They keep waiting for a TV deal. That's not going to happen now. Mm -hmm. It isn't. Because why would you want to be in bed or be invested in the Pac-12 when they don't have anything to offer, at least right now. Colorado knew that and said, we're not waiting for you to make decisions. We got Coach Prime, we're out of here. We're going to go get that $31.7 million, at least on the service in 2024, and accumulate more money in a better conference for us when it comes to travel, when it comes to logistics, and more importantly, when it comes to money. By the way, that's, just all, that's what this is all and about. And Freddie, by the way, if you're a Colorado fan... You got to the Big 12 because of Prime. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So I'm telling you right now, if Prime wins in year one, oh boy, bye-bye. Oh, he's leaving? What, what What else do you need from me? I got you paid a bag okay. to be in the conference You now. think you go somewhere else? Well, or that, or I need a lot more money. Oh, they'll, they'll pull I need up. a lot more money. Well, and then you got, but the, the problem is that you're seeing this footprint become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And if they win, trust me, he knows how to sell better than any other coach in that conference. Right? So if you're a Big Ten school that's on the verge of, if you're on the outside looking in, if you're a SEC school on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. you're telling me with the money that you got that you're not looking at him saying, oh, wait, he just did what for what? How? Oh, please, here. Like it, it, the floodgates will open quickly. 
That's where we are. Yeah, okay. Dries is his on Twitter at Coleman ESP and at Real J. Williams saying, sounds like Pat Narduzzi in Pittsburgh need to take some notes from primetime. <laughs> he ain't got the primetime swag, man. Yeah, he did. Exactly. He got the primetime swag. Sometimes it's not, it's not a difference of where you are. It's how you can sell where you are to make yourself more attractive. Come on now. And Coach Prime has done that literally in seven months. There are times I find myself with this man on the phone just listening to him. I'm like, is he preaching to me? Oh, he's the But right it's the driver. realest talk that you need to hear. Right, like uh-huh. ain't nobody own you. You own you. You do what's best for you, mm-hmm. Jay. I'm like, whoa, yeah, hold yeah. on a second, Prime. Yeah. You got me. Am I a player right now? Like that's that's how he makes you feel. And that's the kind of guys he wants there. That yes. could be buying in. They get ready to leave the the Pac-12 to go to the Big 12 sooner than later than anybody could have imagined. Jay Williams, Freddie Cohen, thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Once again. And Rodgers keeps proving me right, being the new Jets quarterback. Mm. He did something yesterday that left me telling everybody, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. That's next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com this is espn radio aaron Rodgers has reworked his contract with the new york jets they came to an agreement he signs a new two-year 75 million dollar guaranteed contract through the 2024 season this is a 35 million dollar voluntary pay cut that aaron Rodgers has offered to the jets it's a sign that he plans to play there the next two years again anything can happen with my body or with the success we have this year but i'm having a blast so i don't really see this as a one year and done thing well, I haven't heard him in a while. Bruno Mars in the air. You know why? Because he's sitting on a pile of money. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Between what he did with Silk Sonic and Anderson Pack in his own solo career, mm. Bruno don't have to do nothing he don't want to. Mm. Let's put it that way. Jay Williams always doing something. Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on your smart speaker and also on ESPNU. Always great to bring in the great Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, to talk about NFL matters, especially in New York with Aaron Rodgers, taking a $35 million pay cut. Hit her on Twitter at Diana ESPN. Diana, everybody was talking about before this season when Aaron Rodgers got traded that he's not going to show up to camp on time. He's not going to be motivated. He's not going to take a pay cut. And I said, watch. He wants to show Green Bay they made a mistake by getting on his last third and forcing him out. And another I told you so moment by him taking that pay cut. What was your reaction when you found out that, yeah, he's going to take $35 million less, and it seems like this won't be a one-year deal in New York with him and the Jets? You're so petty, Freddie. (laughs) I'm Petty LaBelle. I'm all about that. You already know it. I'm all about the Petty LaBelle. Petty. Ah. (laughs) Look, do I think that's probably sitting back there in in his mind going, all right, like, yeah, I'm a scorned quarterback right now who's still going to be angry at the axe. Absolutely. But here, here's the thing, guys. I will believe it when I see it. 
in terms of this deal, right? Because we know quarterbacks can go back and rework their contracts. And, and look, the headline today is the fact that he's taking less money so this roster can get better. But if he goes out and has a great season at the end of this season, he could potentially make even more money next year. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised he's doing this. I, I do know the Jets are hoping to add more pieces uh, as camp continues and obviously before the trade deadline. But, yeah, the chips are all in here for the New York Jets as the hype you know, really continues. Uh, so with this, Diana, I, I, I go to a guy like Dalvin Cook, right, who uh, had a post yesterday when Aaron Rodgers, when this got announced, with like you know on his IG with a little smiley face with some shades on it, right? Um, a guy like Devonte Adams, who we heard is not happy within the Raiders organization, them opening up uh, a pile of money. Who do you think are their targets to go get to help this offense? Well, they, I can tell you, they're still talking to Dalvin Cook's people, and Dalvin Cook is just really kind of sitting back, being patient here, trying to figure out what he wants to do, who he wants to play with, and obviously, money's always going to be a factor. Um, you know, one of the other components to this contract that he renegotiated to help the New York Jets is he still has contract control, right? Mm, So there's a no trade clause in there. They can't tag him, right? So monetarily, yeah, it doesn't look like he's winning right now, but but he still is controlling his fate and his future, and he'll be able to do that. Um, But as, as for any... Players, I can't. I don't have any like reporting I can give you, Jay, course, at this yeah. point that they have their eyes on. Because look, let's go through their. We won't go through every single player right now, but <laughs> when you take when you take a look at their roster, you, you don't really see any major glaring hole except for the offensive line, which needs to get better. Obviously, that to me, like being at camp or at least seeing the the reports coming out of camp right now to Florham Park that that seems to be the big question mark of what are they going to do and unfortunately there are not tons of options for them um we've seen various different guys playing different positions um at camp and even going back to OTAs as they're they're trying to sort this out with Makai Becton uh and some of their older veteran players here that are trying to win the spot um, but yeah, the running back Brees Hall. No, you know, look, we, we've talked about this before with with that ACL injury and and them not really knowing how good he's going to be able to be or if he's going to be good to go. Um, having that insurance policy of a Dalvin Cook, you know, would be absolutely tremendous. Knowing that if Dalvin Cook were to join any roster right now, I think in the league, mm-hmm. maybe even including the New York Jets, he's a top seven, top eight player. Yep. Right immediately. So um, I'm interested to see how aggressive the Jets will get over the next week or so to see if they're going to be able to lock this up and bring them in. ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini joining us here on ESPN Radio. I'm Jay Williams alongside Freddie Coleman. Diana, you may mention of the Buffalo Bills. And you know, speaking of that, like on September 11th, opening day, the Jets versus the Bills. It's going to be a colossal game after my Giants win the day before on my birthday. Wow. Calling you shot, huh? Yeah, I'm manifesting right. it. Saquon's back. We're won't, okay. Won't happen, but uh, go ahead. Think fine. It, uh, wow, I forget. This is going to be our, that's that's our right. game, Freddie. It, it, it's the J. Freddie Bowl. Oh, that's going to be big time. All right, Dinah. <laughs> we digress. Um, you think everything is good between Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs? Yeah, until it's not. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 I do. Look. 
I, I appreciate what Diggs was doing yesterday, speaking to the media for, you know, 15, 20 minutes and, and trying to be as open as he possibly could. Basically just saying every family, every team has problems. They have their issues. Um, there was definitely a lot of frustration um, because, guys, I th- I feel like that was one of the biggest mysteries this offseason of what's the issue? What's the problem here? Right. Is it is it the targets? Is it the play caller? Uh is it you and Josh? Do you guys have some personal issue off the field? Uh, and he he just hit it straight on and, and and tried to put an end to all of that. But I know just listening to him, I connected to just, or at least what stood out to me about what he was saying is just, they know that they should be in the Super Bowl. They have the team to do it. They have the coaching staff. They have the roster. They have the quarterback. They have all the pieces, and they just have not been able to get to get over that hump. Um, and and you have to wonder if this is going to be a make-or-break season for this Buffalo team because, you know, at some point, something has got to change. It, they, they're going to have... Because they're going to start being the Eagles mm-hmm. under Andy Reid years ago. Remember? Mm-hmm. NFC Championship. NFC Championship. Then they go out and they sign Tio and they go to the Super Bowl. They don't win it. But it makes me think of them of... Is this what the Bills are missing? Are they missing? Is there a piece that they still need? Um, I think about that with them. And I also think because we do spend so much time talking about Buffalo because we know they have such a good roster. And and I, I do think we can all agree that Josh Allen is a top five quarterback. Are we setting the bar too high for them? Do, do we have too many expectations for them? Because they're having success. They're not going all the way. But maybe... Maybe we're giving them too much mm. belief, and and we should taper that back a little bit, um, because we're starting to look foolish every year. Saying the Buffalo, I pick the Bills to win the Super Bowl every year since Josh Allen has really come in, come into his own and really? developed. Even going back to obviously when Dayball was there, whenever we do our little rankings and they ask us of who I think is going to win the Super, Bowl, I pick them over the Chiefs. What uh-huh. am I? What am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing? What am I doing? <laughs> um, because I, you have to believe it's going to click, right? This is going to be it. This is this is the that, and that's what I keep going to. And I and unfortunately, um, I'm a moron forever doubting Patrick Mahomes and, and moving forward, I will not do that. Well, there's no need to name call yourself because a lot of people were picking the Buffalo Bills to win last year because we'll have a Tyree Kill leaving, think can't mm-hmm. go to Miami. Absolutely. And I said, as long as 52 and red and 87 and red are alive and breathing. Good luck to you trying to take down that team in Kansas City, especially in a more and more loaded yeah. AFC. I'm glad you saw that because I know a lot of really smart football people who uh-huh. were talking about it. And, and like I remember Teddy Bruschi on the That's air, right. losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Like Because I, I at the time, my reaction to the Tyreek Hill trade was, look, you still got Travis Kelsey. He's still going to be your number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll figure it out. Andy Reid is a genius. And I just remember Teddy's reaction and I respect his intelligence and his understanding of of, <laughs> of the game of football. The guy knows it. And he was like, they're not going to be as good. You can't. Tyreek Hill is that good. He changes the game. Players are defenders have to adjust. He he scares teams. Uh, that simple. Um, not as much as 15 in red. And, <laughs> and I think what we learned and I was just with the Chiefs a few weeks ago and and watching practice and watching a lot of the receivers out there. And this is when Kadarius Tony was out there, who now we know uh, is dealing with a knee injury and, and he's in question uh, to be ready to go for week one. He looked like he was going to most likely be their number one guy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is coming off the field going, 
I don't even know who our number one guy is. We have so many good guys and players that are competing for the spot. Uh, Andy Reid shared with me, Sky Moore is getting tons of targets he can develop. So my, my point being is they can take whoever it is mm-hmm. and make it work with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah, no doubt about it. And that will continue to be so until Patrick Mahomes decides to walk away. That's not going to be for at least another 10, 12 years mm-hmm. in the NFL. Hit her on Twitter, Diana ESPN. Always does a great job. She's an ESPN NFL reporter. She is Diana Rossini joining Freddie Cohen and Jay Williams at ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Always appreciate it, Diana. Thank you so much. Thank right, you Diana. for having me, guys. Absolutely. And we go back to Aaron. Aaron Rodgers, and he has I told you so moment by saying that it's not just going to be a one and done, but by making that kind of decision, how much does it really make the Jets a Super Bowl contender and not just for this year? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. Not just a song for Aaron Rodgers. Now a New York Jets quarterback here on ESPN Radio this morning, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 as well as ESPNU. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. But sad news in the world of music yesterday. Sinead O'Connor passing away at the age of 56. We had the whole Prince versus Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. catalog conversation yesterday. You on the side of Prince. Pat Costello, one of our guys behind the scenes on the side of Bruce Springsteen. We compared the catalogs. and I was on, on the winning side. Social media it gave you a win by a landslide, and that was a song that he wrote specifically for her, and he does a great version of it Oh, with another, Rosie Gaines. another reason why I should have won. Go ahead. Keep going. No, no, no that's okay. No, no, please. I, I, people were backing you up as far as that goes, but that was a song that people, when she started singing it and started to become popular, and then people realized that Prince wrote They said, oh, that sounds like a song that Prince would write, and Sinead O'Connor took it to being a number one song all over the world, so I'll condolences to her family. Yeah, rest in peace at the age of 56. One of the best to do it. Exactly. One of the best. Troubled existence, and you can't imagine what was going on in a person's head, especially when you go from zero to being that star that quickly, and having to deal with all of that and trying to manufacture that. We talk about that all the time, though, and I get that we live in this, um, this, uh, chamber in which, you know, we, we throw a lot of what we would do if we were certain people. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, it, it's like even what we talked about yesterday with a guy like Bronny James, like, you know, 18, 19 years old being thrusted into fame or growing up with fame or how you deal with that. Um, mm. And the places that can take you lead yeah. to depression. It can lead to anger issues. Right. And everybody has some kind of judgment on how they would have handled it when they have no damn idea. Um, yeah, just she was one of the greatest. And yeah. obviously – Seeing that on the news while we're doing our show literally just made, made me hold my breath for a minute. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk to somebody that had to deal with those kind of things, being very high and then getting to a low, low point. An FOS friend of the show when it comes to Lenny Cook, a friend of Jay Williams, he's going to stop by in 25 minutes to talk about dealing with that, all that fame really, really early, and how it can either build you up, wreck you, or a combination of both. Lenny Cook's going to join us in about 25 minutes here and on Freddie, ESPN Radio. I just want to say real quick, Lenny Cook – during that same time with LeBron James, Lenny Cook was that player. Mm-hmm. And I think oh, yeah. it's very fitting right now with what's happened with Bronny James with today with O'Connor, right? Like, I, I want to bring real-ass people on this show kind of talk about because Lenny Cook could have easily been that superstar. Like, he could have been a Lamar Odom type. 
He could have been a LeBron James type. Like he was that player in all the basketball. You had schools bending over backwards to try to get him to come there. You had NBA scouts salivating about the thought of who he could be as a pro player. And I want him to come on our show today. So he always keeps it a buck with me. I saw him at the event, Mm -hmm. Steph Curry's underrated event the other night. And um, he's going to keep it real with this A15. Yeah, I can't wait to hear exactly what Lindy Cook has to say about those kind of pitfalls and pratfalls that can accumulate or really start at the beginning when you're trying to just figure out things in life, much less have everything trying to be figured out for you around you. Aaron Rodgers may not have everything figured out, but he's got this figured out when it comes to, and I'll throw this question to Jay Will, and I'll throw this question to everybody out there as well. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. It's not so much that he's put more pressure on the Jets to be a Super Bowl champion. That's just a fait accompli when it comes to that. But Jay Will, I can't wait to hear your answer to this. Is he the most motivated player going into the NFL season in 2023? Has to be. I mean, quarterback. Player? Hmm. Who has more motivation in a different spot then, if it's not him? Off the top of your head. I don't know if it's a different. Maybe Derek Carr, but not not like Aaron Rodgers. Not like Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Not, not with the with the public lashings that he took in dealing with the Green Bay situation last year. And, and trying to be open and honest in his own way. Right? Like, you know, a lot of people say, oh, sometimes when he talks, he's not in touch with reality. I'm like, well, who's reality? Do you want to be in touch with? <laughs> he's not in, He's not in touch with the reality of people like you and me. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> like, in my, my reality is very different. Like, in, and sometimes it's like, well, can can I, should I be honest about my reality that's different than your reality? Freddie, like, we all live in different places. But right. I give him credit for at least just trying to be honest with people about what he's going through and how he sees things. Yeah. Right. So for me, it's like, this is a man on a mission now. He wants to show the X how it's going to be with the next when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Because to me, and I'll, and I'll stand on this hill, he never wanted to leave Green Bay because he cared about the organization not named Brian Gutenkus, the general manager, and Mark Murphy, the team president. Everybody else, coach, player, fans, everything. And I know he dragged everybody through the ringer because he has that prickly personality. And Rodgers is going to say some stuff. How you handle it, that's a you problem. He's not going to make an Aaron Rodgers problem. That doesn't mean that he was not still wanting to be committed to the Green Bay Packers team. Not the organization. I'm talking about the team. So now he gets to be in the biggest city in the world with a star-crossed franchise like that. And if he wins the Super Bowl with the New York Jets, it's going to eclipse pretty much anything he did in Green Bay mm-hmm. because of how, how things ended when he decided to be pushed out, wanted to leave, however you want to call that. Now, if they're if they're able to get Dalvin Cook, I mean, multiple one thousand rushing yard seasons. Now, you you brought, you brought I, that up. I mean, multiple one thousand rushing yard seasons. Like, and if you're unsure about where Brees Hall is now, like you, you know, we talk about running back by committee. They have dual backs, right? Between Brees Hall that with Garrett Wilson, you already see it in the report that he has with him with the clip that was going viral the uh, other day. Uh huh. Yeah, Beckton, you got that old line. You got a defense that's a nasty defense. Mm-hmm. You got a coach that has that persona. Dude, it's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, because if you're Aaron Rodgers and they fix that offensive line, you don't need it to be – if it's competent, you can make it work. You can make it work. If it goes a little bit beyond that, then you got something, like you mentioned, that defense, those guys on the outside, the Brees Hall, and if they sign a Dalvin Cook and be all in, it could be J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. One team decided to go all in like the Jets did with Aaron Rodgers – 
But was it a mistake? That's next. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is ESPN Radio.